Hello, 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 and welcome back to the We Don't Want a Podcast. This is the show where two certified dipshits make uncertified takes about your favorite series. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always is my co-host. He might be a little too old to ride this dragon, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. It is Scotty Westside. How are you doing, bud? Boy, Dragon is doing a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> in that sentence, let me tell you. Well, look, man, uh, there's big dragons, there's small hey, that's dragons. That's true. You're true, Once true, true. Once they were in captivity for yeah, so true. long from the Targaryens, yes. they got, you know, they got tiny. So. Uh, oh, oh Fisher-Price-ass dragons, <laughs> oh, as Fisher I like to call Price them. Fisher-Price-dragon right here. Uh, true, and also my, uh, I am extremely old, and my heart might give out uh, at any moment, whether yeah. I'm riding a dragon or not. Scotty and I have had to... Uh, put a kind of slow the roll on our dragon riding activity. (laughs) Careful where you're going with this pal. Um, That's very funny. Uh, How are you doing this week, pal? I asked you first. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm doing good. We uh, we're having ourselves. Zach, did you make yours? I sure did. And I'm drinking it in this sweet ass star Wars cup. It's a real bummer that the sequel, uh, yeah, uh, trilogy. Oh shit! It's not. It's, fo- it's, it's not as I can see, it's Rilo Ken, right? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, there he out. is. Hell yeah. That's uh, so Zacky boy was like, "Hey, I I want to get do the dranky during tonight's podcast." The dranky. And I'm like, "Sure, why not? It's my Friday night. I'll 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 do the dranky with you." Uh, this is uh, a concoction of my own design and making called the Daddy Legs. Made by Scotty Westside himself. Scotty Westside himself. Perhaps if you guys are good uh, during this episode, if you're quiet and pay attention, <laughs> maybe, I don't know why I'm a teacher all of a sudden, uh, maybe I'll post the recipe on one of our socials. Why is it called no, the Daddy won't. Legs? You don't, you I don't, don't even know, know how to do that. I, you know, listen, that's, I've decided that's one of our best running <laughs> bits is that we always say that, but then never do it. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's intentional. It's a bit, it's definitely a bit. I did go and make, I don't know if I posted it on the Twitter, but I did Uh, go and make a sweet ass graphic for our, uh, uh, who be thrown in's rankings. Uh, Zach, that ruins the bit. Well, I mean, I just, I thought the people deserved it, man. All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, maybe perhaps... If you're good and pay attention, uh, I'll share the reps, reps, I'm too, this is my, I'm three daddy legs deep, by the way, Zach. Did I mention that? Yeah. I've been making them and drinking them since I got home. Are you, Uh, are you serious? Yes. Which is probably also contributing to, I'm, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit, yeah, I'm so hot and sweaty this fucking episode, let me tell you. Let me just get right out here in front of this, uh. Texas decided that, oh, it's April 1st, time to be 95 degrees. Uh, and I'm very stubborn about, like, turning on my AC for whatever reason. You you would think that you own, like, a home and yes. you have to manually go yes. and, like, manage your AC yeah, yeah, yeah. unit. Like, I have you to. You literally just turn I a switch on. Just literally turn a switch. This is my old ass, like... Uh, spiritual self like probably from my father you know Too i can't tell you the dragon yes <laughs> no i can't tell you how many times like i heard growing up like close the door we're not trying to condition air condition the whole outside you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. that dads say 
Yeah. Uh, what so are you I'm waiting like, for the for your tail to come in? Yes, exactly. Oh um, so I'm very stubborn about turning my AC on. I, I try and get by with like fans for as long as possible. And I got home tonight and I was like, oh, shit, my apartment is 83 degrees in here. I should turn on my AC. And also I should start pounding daddy legs. And so I turned on my AC and started pounding the daddy legs. And um, I, I think my AC might be broken or I don't know what's happening. Because an hour later, as we were about to start recording here, I look at the temperature and it's 84 degrees. My AC has been on for an hour. What is happening? <laughs> Uh, so that's how my night is going. Uh, love that for truly you, fantastic. I am just a gross, sweaty, drunk mess, Zach. So this is gonna be a fun episode, dude. This sounds like a typical Friday night. A if I'm being honest, typical Friday night when I'm riding the dragon. Am I right? Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, we don't get to do this very often on the pod no. together. So I just want to give you a virtual oh, yeah, yeah, cheers, yeah. Let's pal. Let's do a hi yeah. And a virtual Kampai. cheers to the listeners and watchers out there. Grab a drink. Sit down. Throw your, your headphones on. It, you know, take your pants off. Do whatever oh, you're into. Boy, and uh, enjoy the pod tonight. Um, Yeah, so... I've got a couple things I want to share with you. Yes, share, please. I've got more to share. I've oh, not okay. shared well, enough, you first. obviously. You first. No, no, you no, first. no. We'll take turns. This is a reciprocating thing. Oh, okay. That's a word, right? I do like reciprocating with you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the first thing is uh, you guys may remember, I'm, I'm sure I mentioned it, but I, I attended a sick-ass Ren Faire in the past month. Sure. And for some reason, when I, when I talked about it, I don't think... I like showed anything. So I wanted to show you a couple things. Okay. Okay. Maybe you so. hadn't gone to it yet. Maybe you said you were going to one, but you hadn't been to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it but matter. either way, check this out. You're going to love this. Uh, I will. Some love of these this. OG listeners are also going to love this. Okay. Hit me. So this was a gift. Uh, sure, it was, buddy. Uh, no, really, it, it was Zach, a gift. I don't think you're supposed to show dildos on YouTube, <laughs> so don't. <laughs> um, so we're walking around. This was and, a gift. And uh, Amanda's sister and her boyfriend, who, who listened to the pod. Okay. Uh, shouts to them. Yeah, shouts to, to Heather uh, and Chris. Uh, just kind of showed up in front of me and were like, here, got you this thing. Took it out and... This is what it was. Ah, oh, hell yeah. Monkey D motherfucking Luffy. Does kind of have like a soft baby face, which Let's, is a little yeah, interesting. But he's like, very it's like cool. chibi. Yeah, cutesy. Uh, but is that like a... Did someone actually paint that? I don't think so. I just think okay. it's a print. That's fair enough. But it's... Well, I don't know, actually. I haven't really like oh, taken it out of the packaging. Still so. pretty rad. Yeah, still... Still pretty uh, rad. No, 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 it's just... Wait, that's what you had to clarify is, this is a gift. I would never buy this no, for no, myself. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, was, I just wanted to call out the fact that Chris and Heather are fucking awesome and that it was a gift. True. Okay, fair enough. Okay, here's another thing. I swear I'm not a weeb, you guys. <laughs> here's another thing. Ah, oh, hell yeah. I got myself a fucking tobacco pipe. Man's has got a... Fucking sick tobacco pipe. I'm smoke okay. some long bottom leaf out of this shit. So it is Gandalf not approved. Use you, you led me to believe that it was 
Gandalfian in nature. Okay. Yes. And it is Continue. not nearly to the like largeness and like fucking homemade ass. My wood doesn't know how to be large, but <laughs> let's I should have known. You always <laughs> overestimate your wood. Uh uh, but you led me to believe it was much more Gandalfian in nature. That just looks like something like J. Edgar Hoover smoked okay. in the Oval so, Office. So so here here was my I think it's a what's the word here? Wishful a, thinking. Well, that for sure. But yeah. I guess as I was looking at all these pipes that this shop had to sell. I love that you went to a pipe shop. Uh they were all like short, like like small tobacco pipes. Mm-hmm. Like much smaller than this. Like sure, maybe okay. maybe like this big. And uh So you went for the big wood. I went usual. for the long one because I wanted okay. it to be more Gandalf inspired. Yeah. Sure, sure. I will admit though, there was one very long one that was truly like a Gandalf sized pipe, but it was like a couple hundred dollars. And oh, I just Jesus. was not okay. going to yeah, buy that. No. Listen, that's fair. Um I've never smoked tobacco out of a out of a pipe. Uh I don't smoke tobacco. Has, have you ever smoked I like, mean, other than like a cigar occasionally, okay. I've I've not really smoked uh, tobacco. Sure. Um, I've tried a couple times since I got this, and it is tough, dude. Keeping keeping a, a, a pipe lit with tobacco yeah, yeah. is is truly an art. It's very very hard to do. I would believe that. Uh, I have never used a pipe, unfortunately. I know I'm I'm a sham. My old man <laughs> persona is is falling apart yeah, over here. Truly. Uh, but I do enjoy the the occasional very rare cigar, um, and uh, that that pipe is pretty baller. I am disappointed. You did tell me the other day that the corn cob pipes were available, yeah, and you did were, not get one. They were like this, you big. you could have been Popeye the Sailor Man, and I'm a little disappointed that you didn't go that sure. route. Uh-huh. But you went you went a very classy route. That's a very nice looking pipe, Zach. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Not the first time I've said that, but uh, <laughs> but I do Pipe like you down. It. Uh, I have something else to talk about. Was that your Ren Fair? Well, now it's your turn, and then I yeah, have so one recipro- more thing reciprocating. to talk about. Okay, yeah. reciprocating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this past week, Zachary, I I checked out uh this new podcast. You may not have heard of it before. Uh, it's called. De- death wish mm. the death wish podcast mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um yes this is zach and sam's i've heard i've I, yeah, who could say <laughs> uh zach and sam's new podcast of course i i forgot that when it was going up because zach didn't know when the fuck it was going up <laughs> as we all know uh and i listened i was able to listen to the first episode and couple things couple couple notes i have oh for, Okay. For you and Sam. Okay. And I can do this because, you know, we're personal friends. I I realize that, like, people probably feel this way about the dumb shit we say all the fucking time, but they mm-hmm. just don't get to, like, tell it to our faces back, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. But since I do know you guys, and I can say it, and next time I see Sam, I'm sure I'll uh, let her know. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. First of all... Zachary, my fucking guy, absolutely base takes picking Luffy and Hornet slash the Knight. 
definitely go with Hornet. The Knights. Yeah. The, kind I, of, I, did I not say that? I feel you like You said, said that, that but I, you kind of, you led with the Knight first. The, the Knight is literally, I love the Knight to death, but he's intentionally not a character. Correct. Hornet is a true character. Right. Uh, awesome takes, although putting the, putting Hornet on your honorable menchies is a bit of an insult. Uh, I mean, there. I, I don't have enough substance on Hornet to feel that strong about Hornet yet, but fine. she's there. But the fact that you did choose Luffy uh, and you said some very kind things about him, that made me truly happy, so good for you there. Uh, on the negative side, you I guys... I feel like this is about to be yeah, like an insult sandwich here. took like a lot of just uncalled for shots at your boy over here. <laughs> you were just like, oh, he's not here to defend himself. No. Let's throw him under the bus. What's it feel like to be Chaz, dude? <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. I don't want to be Chaz. Um, yeah, That's just really like, funny. yeah, I think all Scott does is sit in his basement and play <laughs> video games. Like, just like, that's all he does. Also, also, Sam, Sam, if you're listening to this, you have the most outdated, like, my parents ass view on video games <laughs> of like, you, someone your age should not like have that view of video games. You're like, you're the person that calls every like video game system a, a Nintendo, a Nintendo, and, and like, oh, are you playing the Mario's and the the the? I don't even know. Are you playing the Donkey Kong? Yeah. Um, which is hilarious. Bless her heart. Uh, I found that very funny. But it was it was very enjoyable. I, I all oh, this to say, bro. I had a great time listening to that first episode. Um, and uh, it was a good time, and I'm happy. I'm I'm excited to hear the other episodes. So, oh, uh, thanks, buddy. I I appreciate that. We I'm sure Sam would agree. Um, I feel like there was more I wanted to roast you guys on, but uh, I'm a little feeling the, the daddy legs, and I can't remember. So, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, this has been an already kind of long intro. We appreciate everybody for hanging out and just kind of catching up with Scotty and I. This episode's um, going to be super cash, by I, the way. Yeah, totally. I, I had to ask, I needed to ask you a question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just wanted to know what it feels like. Oh, no. To always be the person who pushes back. A re like a, a recording session, um, and also when you. we hop on is also not ready. I knew this was gonna fucking happen. <laughs> I, I okay, just, just let me. I I just like I just I have no, like I can't even fathom. Yeah, 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 yeah. How it is to live life like that? So I, I just have to just kind of wear this one on the chin <laughs> and and let you bask in this one. Because yes, it's Zachary. Not the only thing you wear on your chin. <laughs> For the first time in recorded history, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this episode is already cursed out of the gate. <laughs> because yes, I was the one that postponed this episode multiple times, I think right? So yeah. <laughs> um, which yes, we've we've talked about how this that's normally Zach's bit. That's no. his. That's his lane. Nope, no, I have. I've never. never. I don't do that. Um. So I, I. I will just wear that one and accept it. It was me this time. Um. Are 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 you happy now? Are, I, I am happy. What I think is truly fucked up and funny is that the last time, not not the last time we were going to record, but the time before that. No, no, no. It was the time before that. The time before that. 
I when Scotty he he was like honestly dude kind of not having a great day not really feeling great I was like dude like like that's okay man <laughs> like that's okay dude like you're a human being and it's okay and he's like I know well, I just don't like to like reschedule and this and that and like you know you're counting on recording and this or that and I, and I just like I was just like very genuine and I am genuine when I never. say truly dude it, it's not an issue like you got to take your time and if you're just not feeling up for it it's okay I would rather it's just rescheduled to a time that you're feeling better and uh and as soon as I said that I was like I'm gonna give him shit for this next time like on the podcast live make sure that of you course. know <laughs> of make course. sure I just turn the blade while it's already in there to, to his credit Zach was very accommodating and kind about it although also to be fair if he hadn't have been he had, he would have been the most like biggest hypocrite in the world <laughs> oh, so yeah he, he kind of had to be uh yeah also to your point uh about like me being human i feel like there are many that would argue against that that's at your that's yeah, that's a conversation for, sure. for another time hey should we do this this thing that we normally yes. do yes we should uh, are you ready to talk about game hey, oh, you didn't tell me Am I reading the first half or the second oh, half? Oh, I think I did six times ago when we were supposed to record this. <laughs> uh, why don't I just start? And I think you were going to pick up at uh, somewhere in the Dothraki Sea. Why don't we just cool. shoot for that? I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Uh, this is Season 6, Episode 4, Book of the Stranger. We begin at the wall where Ed is pissed that John is leaving. Their argument is interrupted, though, when Sansa arrives at Castle Black. John and Sansa have a heartfelt reunion and talk about the past. Then Sansa starts trying to convince John that they must retake Winterfell from the Boltons. John says that he's tired of fighting, but Sansa argues that they'll never be safe with the Boltons around. Davos asks Mel what she's going to do next, and she says that she serves Jon Snow now. Davos wants to know what exactly happened to Stannis and Shireen when Brienne inserts herself into the conversation so that they all know that she killed Stannis. Uh, in the veil, Robin Aaron still sucks at everything. End of sentence, period. Littlefinger arrives, and Lord Royce accuses him of selling off Sansa to the Boltons. Littlef Littlefinger pulls the old, no you, though. Because Robin loves Littlefinger. And I'm is on rubber, his side. you're glue, yes. whatever you say. <laughs> He's the old Uno reverse card on Dude, his ass. Truly. Uh, Littlefinger manipulates Robin into gathering the armies of the Vale to help Sansa and Jon fight the Boltons. In Marine, Tyrion and the makeshift small council meet with the masters from Yunkai, Astapor, and Volantis. Tyrion offers a deal where they will be given seven years to end slavery in their cities in exchange for stopping the Sons of the Harpy. Some of the former slaves question Tyrion about his dealings with the slavers, but Missandei and Greymhorn back him up for now. They are not happy about this, however, and think that Tyrion is a fool and being used by them. Somewhere in the Dothraki Sea, Dario 2.0 is pulling the old Ha-ha, Daenerys has sex with me and not you, because you're too ancient and your heart would burst, old man. And also, did I mention she's crazy, psycho wild in the motherfucking sack? I wrote this like a month ago and I do not remember that. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what he said. You didn't write anything. True, All you yeah, did no, was word take for the word. actual dialogue. Transcribed from yeah, the script. Yeah, that's it, Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> 
Sure is not pleased. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They arrive at uh, Vi- Vase. Is it Vase or Vice? Vi- Vias, Stothra. I don't know. Say whatever you feel like, buddy. They arrive at VD and plan Hell to yeah. sneak in at night when Dario notices Jora's grayscale. They sneak in and fight some guards, then meet with Daenerys, who says that they can't escape, but she does have something else planned. Hey, also, Marjorie still exists. Yay, Marjorie! She's taken to the High Sparrow, and he nearly backstories her to death. Poor girl. It's truly abysmal. (laughs) I feel like my heart goes out to her, really. (laughs) Poor girl, Marjorie, to her credit, uh, Mm. is still sharp and is still continuing to play her game. Mm -hmm. The High Sparrow lets her see her brother, uh, Loris, and she tries to encourage him, but he is just broken and wants it to end. Cersei goes to talk with Tommy Boy, and he's scared for Marjorie and says that the High Sparrow is dangerous. Took him long enough. He tells her uh, that the High Sparrow plans to make Marjorie do a walk of atonement before the trial, just as Cersei did. Cersei gives this information to Uncle Kevin with an A and Elena, and they agree that this cannot happen. Elena agrees to bring the Tyrell army into the city and take back Marjorie by force from the Sparrows. Theon has arrived home to the Iron Islands and chats with his sister, who is not exactly happy to see him. Yara thinks that he's here to claim the crown at the king's moot, but he only says that he's got nowhere else to go and that he will support her claim to rule. In Winterfell, Ramsay has Osha brought in and she tries to pull her seducing tricks with him, but he kills her instead, and that is it. Nothing else happens. Back at the wall, Jon receives a letter from Ramsay telling him that he's got Rickon uh, in his dungeon, and if he doesn't send Sansa back, he'll kill him and all the wildlings. Sansa tells Jon that he must fight to get back Rickon and their home. They're outnumbered, but Sansa says that the other northern houses will rally to him as he's the son of Eddard Stark, and he agrees. Back at VD, Daenerys is brought before the cows for their judgment, and they argue about what to do with her. She speaks up and is like, hey, I think actually I'll just lead the Dothraki instead. Then she burns that shit down, because uh, that's that's how that's how her story goes. That's how you get shit done. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dario and uh, S- Scott. I'm disappointed. What? Uh, this is Dario 2.0. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Dario 2.0 and Jora have blocked the doors so that no one can get out, and the whole building is engulfed in flames. Hey, remember when Danny was kind of sort of like maybe a little fireproof? Um, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's still a thing. She's fine and all her cows uh, and all the cows and, uh, their blood riders are now dead. When she walks out of the inferno unhurt, all the watching Dothraki bow down before her, uh, as would I, if I saw her walk out, um, you know what? Nakey. <clears throat> Nakey. <laughs> Good old Nakey Daenerys-y. I couldn't make it work. Um, and Zach, that's what happens in this episode. That's what happens. So not only did we postpone this episode multiple times, but I also got way ahead for some reason. So I watched this episode like literally a month ago uh, and mm-hmm. it, refreshing my my mind brain. 
as we read through it here. Your mind brain. So pardon me if my commentary is a little lacking on this one. Uh, where do you want to start on this uh, j- just absolute barn burner of an episode? That was, uh, that was a good one there, pal. Thank you. I worked so hard on it. I should I should have just not said anything and just let you sit in that for a minute. I would have loved that. <laughs> I love sitting in it for a minute. In a puddle of your own making. Yeah. Um well, uh, why don't we start Why don't we start where we always start and just go down the list? We kind of do just always do that. Uh, uh so Ed is pissed that John's leaving. I think that's very valid. Yes. Uh yeah, like, I do. I do like Ed and him being angry. Yeah. Um, I just I think I I like that he he's just not so much that he's angry, but that he like has a relationship with John and trusts and like loves him enough to like actually like call him out on it. Right. Um, because it makes for a good scene. Um, and I think it just it it obviously is a device to show us kind of like where John's mindset is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how he's like changed since his death yeah. and resurrection. Um, but still, very very good to see. Uh, written in a way where it's also like character driving for yes Ed as well. And John, John is absolutely correct. He literally gave his life for the watch. And but I think Ed also has a point of like where he's like, uh, yeah, I was with you at Hard Home, bro. Uh, we saw the same thing, right? Like, there's a lot of shit that's unfinished. Like, right? To- like, you're just gonna ignore that? And John's just kind of like, yeah, I, I'm just kind of done, bro. And it's also like, how can you blame him? I don't want to do this anymore, Grandpa. <laughs> right? Exactly. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> that's too damn bad. It's like it's it's a good scene because it's very understandable from both of their perspectives. I think, and yes. also they are such good friends and so close that it's just like. It's just it's just a good moment between them. Yes. Also, this John Sansa reunion, man. Um, Why the fuck does this hit so hard? It's so good, man. What like, the hell? They had such a non-relationship. They literally fucking... did. This was their first scene together in the show, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did know that. Um, That's crazy. It is wild. And it's also, so good. Which kind of, this is like kind of a side bar uh did you ever see that tiktok that i sent you about like the entire lord of the rings trilogy but only if it was but only the, oh, yeah. only the scenes where legolas talks to Frodo, yeah, 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 and it's yeah. literally the one scene at the yeah. end of return of the king yeah, yeah it's yeah. oh no no actually it's the one scene i see that's to say i don't know if that's accurate because doesn't he talk to him well he's talking no. to sam i guess technically it's, it's only the one scene during fellowship when he says and you have my bow and those are the only <laughs> words that he says to Frodo in the entire trilogy, at least the well, theatrical cut. Sam is Frodo is lurking when when Legolas tells him about like the song the elves are singing about Gandalf being dead. It doesn't matter. It, I do remember that. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very it's good. very very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, this Sansa John reunion is is fantastic. Like the the unspoken part of it at the beginning when they first like actually see each mm-hmm. other and hug. But, like, also the next scene where they're reminiscing, just reminiscing and and, yeah. and talking together. It's it's fantastic, man. Yeah, it's truly good. I it I feel like 
not only just like what we as like show watchers have experienced and gone through with these characters for six seasons now, but also just like the growth of these actors, I feel like has, yes. have, they've come, they've both come such a long way from, you know, where they started like performance wise. even Right. Right. Um, and it's just very cool. And like we've, <clears throat> we've seen them win in situations, but we haven't seen them like have this type of resolve. Right. Where it's like this emotional, like there is some sort of like emotional resolve with like some of the John Egret stuff, but like th- this is it's just different. Like we we just haven't seen this like type of success or like good happen to either of them in their stories. Um, sure. And it's 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 just really really good to have been watching them for you know five and a half seasons and and finally get to have like this type of moment. It's really really enjoyable yeah also the music dude yeah, the yeah. fucking mu- uh, music swell uh when they hug each other mm-hmm. is yeah yeah is great yeah just john walking out and then like seeing each other and like it's just yeah it's um, phenomenal and also kind of piggybacking on that aside <laughs> from them reminiscing the the scene transitions to Sansa kind of playing the game again like, yeah uh it, it just flows right into her trying to rally him to take back the north uh and that is also equally a a great scene yeah uh really really cool to see her kind of be the one that's like trying to influence yes uh, influence and like driving the plot as opposed to always just being what she usually is is kind of just being swept along by others around her she is trying to like you said influence things and it's it's refreshing to see for sure um This, this, okay, when I watched this, I was, I was cracking up because I was just like, Brienne, what the fuck, bro? Like, why, why, why you gotta be like that? She's so awkward, bro. Why you gotta be like that, bro? Just like, inserting yourself into this conversation that is none of your business. Oh, Stannis, you guys talking about Stannis? Yeah, yeah, I killed him. I fucking murked that guy. I fucking murdered the shit out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he. I. Hey, hey, you talking about Stannis? Yeah, I killed him. I killed dude. that guy. You guys, Stannis fans? I, I killed him. Dude, did you? Did you not Go know away, somebody dude. like that growing up? Yes. There's yes. just. It's always that one fucking guy that's like trying to, just like, oh, oh, you're talking about something that I'm mildly yeah, yeah. interested in. They just it, fucking a real like one up, one upper vibe here. Mm, I'm like, yes, but also you're the one upper friend that I have. Oh, am I? So, but it, and it's not that the same. Sense, it's not the same actually. feel. It's not the same okay. feel. It's not the Fair same a, like anger. <laughs> same anger. Yeah. I'm angry about it. No, no, no. like oh. I am not as angry oh, with gotcha, you gotcha, gotcha. As you are with Brienne here, as I am with people who are like Brienne. Oh, okay, sure, sure. But you are definitely the one upper friend. I can, I can see that. You gotta and, start calling me on it. Well, do I do it a lot? You do it in this way. All right. Let me. Oh, well, hold on. Actually, do you have an example? Oh boy, here <laughs> I fucking love it. Hell yeah. You do it. You do it in a way, Scott, where mm-hmm. where you. It's not so much that you are like have performed something that is one better. Uh huh. 
but you always got to tell us when what we're interested in or proud of. Like, you got to tell us that it's just not that good, though. Like, it's just not that great. Like, like yeah, hey, good <laughs> that, for you. Okay. But, but, like, it's just, it's not really, like, like, that's not that big. That, that sounds more like me. Because when you're saying, like, I'm the guy that's like, yeah, well, you may have done that, but I did this better thing. That doesn't really sound like me because I don't really care. Right. But I am interested in tearing others down, yeah. like in making them feel like yeah. what they've done. Yeah, I believe that is not quite as cool as they may think it is. I have to, you know, keep them in their place. Uh, you know what? Whatever. Fuck Brienne is all I have to say. <laughs> Fuck you and your pipe. Also, uh, no, it, it's just it's just very funny, honestly. Like how she just waltzes up and. It just inserts herself into this conversation. Right. Uh, also, we're getting, like, these breadcrumbs of now Davos. Now that, obviously, the Jon Snow thing is kind of resolved, Davos wants to know what the fuck exactly happened. Right. And that uh, is going to be very important. So. Right. Who We shall see where that goes. Any, we shall. Anything else on that scene between them? Uh, No. I mean, I... Like, I did have a note that I do kind of like the, like, uncomfortable tension between the three mm. of them. Between Brienne, Davos, and Mel. Like, I don't particularly love Brienne or, like, the way that she did what, you know, like, the way that she entered that conversation. But I do like the, like, the very awkward, like, uh... It this, was very awkward. super uncomfortable. <laughs> it was very yeah. comfortable. And we love any scene with Davos, obviously. Yeah, and definitely. Uh, what Vail? happens next? Vale, yeah, yeah. What happens in the Vale? <laughs> Robin Aaron. Yeah, things. Robin Aaron is just, you know, doing Robin Aaron things. Uh, I, I cannot picture this guy like just not being a child sucking on his mom's tit. I mean, uh, fair. And it's just very, like, aggravating to see him in a position where he... I mean, like, dude, the Vale's army is... Legit. Legit. Hell yeah. And he is in absolute fuck. He's so out of well, touch. This dude is easier to manipulate than fucking Tommy Boy is, though. Like, straight up. Yes, like, Littlefinger isn't even subtle about it. He's, like, literally, like, don't you think? Wink, wink, we should help Sansa. <laughs> Gives him the and old like, elbow. Like. Yeah, like, oh, am I right, my guy? <laughs> and Robin's like, we should help her. And Littlefinger's just like, that was my feeling as well. <laughs> and it's just like, dude. Uh, but who gives a shit? Because, I mean, everyone knows who's in charge. Like, there, there's just... <sighs> Okay, I think I'm processing my thoughts on this as we're talking about it. Like, okay, yeah, hit me. There is an element of like, like, yes, he's easy to manipulate. So like, it's he's really just a tool for Littlefinger. Yes, and a tool in general. But it's it's just so elementary for the manipulation that we usually see by Littlefinger. Like, it's, oh, for it, sure, it's like he just might as well not be there. This yeah, this is this is like compared to what he usually do does. This is like 
yeah, baby. It's just soft, dude. It's, it's, it's so easy. This it's just like... it's softer than baby shit. <laughs> Gross, but also yes. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously, like the Knights of the Vale being on the side of not the Boltons, being on John and Sansa's side, very good, very good news, very good possibility there. Uh, because fuck the Boltons, fuck Ramsey. We like Sansa and John, obviously. Yes. So yes, I agree. So a good outcome, despite Robin Aaron sucking uh, at everything. Yeah. Uh, I fucking ugh, I hate this Marine shit. It's just Tyrion continuing to. Okay, okay. Let me let me actually back up a tick here. Yeah, let's hear it. Because I think on some level what Tyrion is trying to do has some merit. Like, he's trying to play the game the way he knows it and, you know, compromise and, you know, give and take type thing. But what he's not probably really appreciating is that that's kind of a probably more Westeros thing. Like, you know, the East doesn't really work like that as much, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and Tyrion, I feel like, is just unfortunately a little bit out of his depth here. And Like, it's not a, it's not a bad idea in theory, but right. it's just, I think it, it just doesn't work in this situation. Also, I feel like just his execution of it is just not, up to his usual standard either he's just like oh let me give you guys this this negotiation and though here's some hot pretty certain that's a that's a product of the writing yes and that's 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 what i'm trying to get at is it's just it's not as when he was in season two when he was the hand of the king acting hand of the king and he was just being slick fucking willy like making deals and taking names every which way even in season three when he wasn't right in the a, way that he maneuvers power, and yes. like carries himself is just different yes to now where it's just like this is your play bro really yeah like what are we doing yeah i i think that i think it's a combination of a couple things i think that there is a bias because we're not particularly interested in the storyline here. True. But that doesn't take... Like, we can still be objective about things. Like, yes. the the writing and execution on, like, his decisions, how he carries out the decisions, um, it, it really it just falls really flat. Yeah. Like, I don't know anybody who would make an argument that watching these kind of pseudo small council scenes negotiation scenes would feel like yeah he nailed it like yeah. i don't i don't know any like it, even if you are like a Tyrion or danny stan and you just you're interested in the marine storyline which if you are fine and we're Tyrion stands fuck yeah yeah i mean we both really like Tyrion, which, yeah. is, which is why i think it's a little upsetting because yes. it's just not up to the standards of like what we expect from him correct or the writing that that kind of surrounds him uh, I like. I would just. I would actually be curious if people actually are like, "Nah, dude, fucking nailed it." Well, like, just no. Again, I want to come back to the idea: is that 
I think a, a lot of what could have to do with it is he just doesn't have the other big personalities and phenomenal performers to play off of here in Marine like he did in King's Landing where there were like a do- half a dozen of them, you know, like Varys is here and I, I do I did really like not to you know we don't shit on every marine scene like we talked about I can't remember if it was last episode or episode before about how we liked that we really liked that scene where Varys was being like super like creepy and intimidating with uh you know that one chick to like get information from her um but when it's not Tyrion and Varys and even even their scenes have suffered. So yeah, I don't I know. It's like it's a combination of I, I I don't think the strong characters and performers for him to play off of are present and there, and also just the writing is. I do good. okay. So like I I agree with you to an extent. I think there's something I would like to just kind of maybe separate where where like I guess what what I'm feeling is like I don't I don't actually think it's like a performers thing. Um, cause like, uh, Grey Worm is like, I don't think that like, I don't, and I'm, you know, forgive me, I don't know his name, but I don't think that the actor is like necessarily a great actor, but I don't think he's a bad actor. Sure. No, I don't think that Missande is like great or bad. I see what you're saying. Um, sure, sure, sure. like I, I don't think it's like a lack of per like ability. Let me, yeah, I think that's the right word. Sure. Sure. I, I just think that the characters do not contribute in the way right. that makes it interesting. Right, right, right. Like, there, a character like Missandei, who literally anybody who's ever listened to an episode of this podcast know that I fucking, like, I fuck with Missandei. Yes, you do. Um, She just, she, she, as a character, does not contribute the level of, like, right. engagement that you appreciate from a political scene yes she does not have the agenda nor the drive to fulfill that yeah. agenda i mean she like, is literally a fly in a fly on the wall right like for she's all not a, a cersei a olena a tywin correct and and right. that's that's okay like right. she that's her sure. purpose it's just there there's less negotiation there's less like politicking to happen uh, because there are not characters to do that with. Yeah, no, and the very few that that we get, which are the the masters of Asapor, Young Kai, you know, Volantis, they're not characters we give a fuck about. Like, no. there's no intrigue, there's no depth, there's no like build to these characters. They are faceless men, right? You know, pun intended. Uh, for all intents and purposes, like they are just they are just there to be a name. Right, it, we're they're there for us to like hate them because they're like slavers, you know. And it's right, like, yeah, it's like, but there's nothing interesting or unique about them. They're just right. They might as well be faceless, just shithead villains, yes. you know. It's yeah, like, like I, I think I um one of the things that I that I always like, I think that needs to be a good practice is like when when complaining about something like to give an example of like what would actually be good. Right, mm-hmm. like uh, the like the the majority of the marine storyline. I think that if there was, uh, a character introduction of somebody who is maybe a slave, 
like like they like we could use like the young slave like boy who kind of in a way like helps rally right like a character like that that we could latch onto that has a character like build mm-hmm. uh and plays a role in you know getting the citizens over like you know keeping the the other slaves like interested in like Daenerys's rule or whatever and then we could also have a character who like is a son of the harpy or maybe we actually see some point of view stuff from one of the son of the harp like sons of the harpy like leaders or something like that like sure if there was actually a build in place to make these events interesting to give us a character to like care about i think that the stuff in marine could be interesting yeah we just don't get any of that. No. You know, it's yeah. it, it it just is is so flat. A hundred percent. I agree. Uh anything else about this scene you wanted to say? Mm, Masande looks good. What else is new? <laughs> um <laughs> So in the Dothraki Sea, obviously I I made a lot of light of this in the the recap. Uh but I, I, I do genuinely like this is the first time I think I've really liked Dario 2.0. Yeah. Is basically when Him just he being is a just, dick bag. He, just being an asshole to poor Jorah and just like just like pouring it on just like with nonstop and then just at the end being like, hey, listen, she's fucking crazy, bro. Like you have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart would literally burst, old man. It's so funny. It's like so it's so uncalled up, for. And yeah, getting fucked up. Cucked, like straight up on this episode. And he he literally has nothing to respond with. Because what do you come back with? Like he's got nothing. The poor guy. Yeah, dude. Like they they're gonna take like ten steps, and he's gonna be like, "Can you tell me about it? <laughs> Can you describe it to me?" Dude, I'm gonna put that in the old spank bank. For Poor later. guy, man. <laughs> oh my god, it's very funny. Um, yeah. so they they sneak in. Uh, oh, Dario notices Jorah's grayscale, but we don't get much on that yet for now. Um, I mean, he he, it is very ominous. Uh, he, yes, he's like, you know what happens, don't you? Yeah, and Jorah's like, yes, I I know what happens. The big the big takeaway for me from this scene where they're sneaking in is I feel like this is the first time in cinema recorded history where the old pocket sand to the eyes trick doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just I'm, I'm I'm like I'm simultaneously impressed oh that like <laughs> they subverted the trope but also just like disappointed in that like you mean that fails sometimes? That's such a Shit. deep cut, Scott. You need to explain what happens in this scene. Like, so like he what are we, like what are our listeners listening when, for? When they're fighting, they're fighting the Dothraki guys, and of course, Dario 2.0, because he's an asshole, runs and takes the scrawny little tiny Dothraki and leaves this giant meat slab of a man to fight old ass Jorah. And Jorah's getting his ass beat, and he tries the old sand of the eyes trick, the old pocket sand. Yeah. And the dude just, <laughs> does he just, like, kind of turn his head away or close his eyes? Yeah, and, like, it just misses, it's just, Yeah, it's just absolutely useless, and he looks down at Jorah like, really, dude? Come on. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and it's very funny, because obviously, like, any time ever I've seen that, it's like, it always works. It's like, 
the ultimate fucking technique. It's like that them never falling, fails. falling for one of the classic blunders. Yes, it just <laughs> always works. It's it's you fell victim to one of the classic blunders. Uh, never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line. I think that's that's the. You're a princess bride man now. You should tell me the lines. Princess bride man. Br- princess bride man. Uh. What, what anything else you wanted to say? What else happens here, Zach? Um, I've, I've lost the plot here. Really, bit. that's that's about it. Well, I mean, they they do catch up with Daenerys. Um, oh, right, right, right. Daenerys is you know walking with this young, uh, uh, Khaleesi or mm-hmm. you know, uh, chick. Yeah. Hey, spoiler alert! They're all fucking former Khaleesi's. Don't call Daenerys fucking Khaleesi because she's not. It's a, f- a fucking title. Yeah, people that use Khaleesi interchangeably for her her name piss me off. So bad. Yeah, I feel like we said this in like we one of have. the first episode. We've made this. We've definitely done this rant before. But um, but yeah, y'all just need to you just need to get with the program. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe just like maybe pay a little attention to the mm-hmm. show that you're watching, and to the people who say that Khaleesi is their favorite character. <laughs> Just pay attention to your favorite character, and you'll know that that's not her fucking name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, yeah. true, true. Oh, we man. don't I'm just glad call. You brought up. This we don't shit call again. Bobby B. Just King. Hey, remember King? He was a cool <laughs> character. I love King, bro. Yeah. King. King was my dude. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Uh, there, there's some line about... We should come up with names like that for other people in this <laughs> yeah. show, because there would probably be some funny ones. Warden. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh oh North Warden. We love that dude. Yeah, dude, North Warden. Um goes, goes crazy. North Warden goes crazy. Lord <laughs> Commander, that's my dude. Uh there is a funny line here. Daenerys says something about the old women smelling like piss, and the, the young chick is what? like Yeah, they do smell like piss or something like that. I, I maybe I'm making this up. I don't this was a long time ago, but I'm pretty uh, sure I didn't that happened. Catch that, but... Uh anyway. Uh, King's Landing. Yeah, what Marjorie's alive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yay, Marjorie. Yeah, good for her. Uh, she does. Well, get... not great for her, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair She's kind of still in prison. She she has a little little chat, little sneaky link with uh, the High Sparrow and. This okay. is all so boring to me. Dude, okay, okay. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's the note I had written down about this. And I think I recall the context of this. I think it was in the episode where Thoros uh, goes off on his backstory tangent, you know, about how he, like, revived, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, so many times. And he kind of just... No. What was his name? Uh, 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 Tondarian. Barrickston, yeah, that's what I Barrickston said. Barrickston <laughs> nailed it, and he kind of just starts monologuing, you know, and telling his backstory. Similar situation to this here, and I, I believe I said something along the lines of like, "Hey, I don't care if this like characters do this, and it kind of feels like." weird and out of place why are you doing this as long as it's good as long as it's good that's exactly what you said this is not one of i can those confirm times. you are not lying that is what yeah, you yeah. said can confirm that's what i and said you all can check the tapes you can check the tapes they they are out there uh yeah this is not one of those times 
No. This is just like, dude, I don't want to hear about your gross sex orgy <laughs> parties <laughs> where you made shoes or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, dude, all right. Fucking look, can whatever. We, can we get super real here? Like, uh, what else do we do? Like, why, why is this story something that, like, and the way he tells it, and it's always about being a shoemaker. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, always? Like, just all these things. Like, this is such a religious story. Like, take any oh. fucking religion. Is there ever. always shoemakers? And it's always like, yeah, I was poor. Like, oh, sure. I made shoes for, I don't know, like some no, shit. No, he was rich, though. But he, he made sick-ass shoe, bros. He, his, he, grew he made, like, Jordans. Until... <laughs> He made like Air Force Ones or some shit. Dude. I don't know. I'm not a shoe guy. Yeah, I, yeah. We vans know. are vans cool? <laughs> not like that. I mean, yeah, okay. vans are cool, but not like that. Oh yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I don't uh, know. I'm also not a shoe guy. So yeah, I'm definitely whatever. not a shoe. Um, but it's just like he starts telling the story, and I'm like, I have heard every old religious fuck I've ever known in my <laughs> life. Tell this same fucking story. Old religious fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am no, not a religious funny. person, so I might be a little callous. You've to made this. that very clear several uh, times. But it, it's just like, like you, you, like this is just such a trope. Yes, it's it's ridiculous. I just feel bad for Marjorie because she just has to sit here and listen and pretend to pay, like that she's interested or cares. Uh, but again, to her credit, her, her imprisonment has not broken her like it has Loris. Right. She is an extremely strong character and she is still yeah. very sharp. Her mind is still sharp. She is still playing the game truly, and trying to come out of this why... situation in the best way. No, I guess I don't, I don't really have a platform to, to speak on this. This is just my... Um, cause I'm not a woman, uh, but th- this is more my genuine curiosity. I-, I hear a lot of women, um, talk about how like Brienne is like one of like their favorite characters because she's a strong female character, which for sure. Um, I don't, I, I don't really hear many people talk about like the, the Cersei's and the Marjorie's. Who are also like equally powerful, just not physically powerful, right? Yeah. Um. So again, it 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 is not my place to say what should or shouldn't be sure, respected listen. by a woman. Um. But it it is my genuine curiosity. Like like I I from my perspective, I look at these characters and I'm like, dude, these like you are a badass woman. Like you run shit. Your uh your um. What am I trying to say here? Like. Very intelligent, very like uh her tenacity like just can't right. be broken. Like she yeah, is yeah. she is so true to like what she wants and her goals and like keeping it together and strong. And I just think she's a badass. Marjorie's cool as hell. I yeah. love Marjorie. Yeah, for I've, sure. Yeah, I've, I've always loved Marjorie. You know I'm the biggest Cersei stan on this pod as well. So yeah, definitely. Um speaking of Cersei, do you have anything else to say about that? uh no, I mean you kind of already said it. Uh, oh crap! Homeboy's broken. She's not. 
moving on. Yeah, she yeah, she's uh she's trying. Uh Cersei boy and uh Tommy, yeah, Tommy finally has figured out like, hey, I, I think this high sparrow guy might be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. You guys no, no he's like, no, no, you guys don't understand. He's a bad guy. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I think he might be trouble, you guys. <laughs> Uh, and he basically, he's like, Dude's don't. Dude's Internet Explorer over here. <laughs> hey, uh, I Wait, use Wait, do you Explorer. use Internet Explorer? Well, what is it, Edge? Is it called Edge? I think I oh, use Oh, you do edge. like a good Edge. I do like a good Edge. I love how he's like, hey, I got the inside details. Uh, don't tell anyone I told you, because I'll get in big trouble. This just in. This just in, he's going to make Marjorie make a walk of atonement. And obviously, Cersei and Jamie take this information to uh, the cool. Well, I was going to say the cool kid council because I was thinking of Uncle Kevin with an A and Olena, but isn't also what's his fuck face is also on there and he sucks. Pycel. So. Yeah, Pycel. Pycel does super suck. Pycel super sucks, but Uncle Kevin with an A and Olena, I super fuck with. Uh, they're awesome. So two thirds cool kids council. Yeah. Uh, and Olena is like, fuck that shit. That cannot happen. Yeah. And finally, her and Cersei agree on something for probably well, the first time ever. I, I feel like this is more of like a Cersei. Trying to make like, like, like unburn some bridges. <laughs> No, 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 no. I feel like she is, she, she gets this information from Tommen, mm-hmm. understands that it does need to be stopped, right? but she uses it as a way to bring herself back into the fold and oh, sure. also like manipulate, like just, just to further manipulate the, the Tyrells. Sure. Well, and it's also just a, I feel like this situation is a, hey, the enemy of my enemy is my friend right Right. now. Like, the High Sparrow is... Is the problem. A public enemy, yes. Problem number one. I just, I think think what I'm trying to clarify is that it's not a mutual, like, Hey, I'm concerned about this no, happening no, 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 to Marjorie. No, no. Yeah, like, yeah. Cersei we're on the is, same side. It's Cersei not did not give a shit about Marjorie. Right. Obviously, like she actively hates Marjorie and was and tried to take her down. She just got caught up along with it for sure. Right. Um, so yeah, this this is very exciting. I think in that, like Jamie has 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 snapped into like cool guy mode and is like, here the fuck is what's gonna happen. Uh, you're gonna march the army into the city. Uh, the Lannister army will stand down, and the man we're with gonna, a plan. We're gonna clean fucking shop. We're gonna kill the High Sparrow. We're gonna kill all the sparrows. We're gonna get Marjorie back. Tommy boy will be happy because he'll have his wifey back. The High Sparrow will be dead, so we'll all be happy. Uh, this is what's gonna fucking happen. And I'm like, I fuck yes, let's go. I'm here for it. Finally, some goddamn action from these fuckers, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, this is um like it, w- there's been a lot that we've been interested in in King's Landing cuz there's there's been more that's just like that's happening to 
individual characters that we care about, but like, I, I, you you bring up a really good point in saying like, action is finally going to happen because like, man, yes. I have been just truly dragging my feet, like getting through the high sparrow stuff. It almost, almost, in the same way that I feel getting through the marine stuff. For sure, it's the, it's rough. The overall status of King's Landing has kind of been in a shitty kind of holding zone basically since Tywin died. Right. And it's like, let's finally fucking get to some shit. Let's go. Yeah. Um, anything else on King's Landing from you, no. pal? <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, no, not at all. What's next? We've got uh, Pike and uh, Yara and Theon. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Super quick, just... Basically, like the episode was like, "Hey, we should probably check in over here." Um, Basically, yeah. So, <laughs> Daddy Greyjoy's dead. Yeah, yeah. Yara is going to like run for leader or king or queen. Uh, how does that work? <laughs> did uh, we have? No, I'm just thinking. About, did we? Were we making some king's moot joke about Bernie Sanders being there? No, oh. wasn't Bernie Sanders going to be involved in like the Pike politics in some way? Didn't we have something going on about that? I don't. Maybe I'm let us know in the comments thing. down below. <laughs> so, so I don't fucking check know. the tapes. Yeah, hey, I'm know. sorry. I don't know why I decided to interrupt with that. Yeah. Um. Look, it's a super quick scene. Theon gets there. He's broken. He's he's fucked up. It is actually like a heavy scene for Theon. Yes. Sure. Uh he he is truly broken into a million pieces uh he's like i got nowhere else to go john yeah. snow will kill me if i stay up north what am i gonna do yeah you know uh but just yara being so pissed off at him which i mean she has reason to be yeah and she it, literally tried to save him and he was like eh, nah, i'm good yeah and uh just the the way that he like I'm I'm more I think just being appreciative of like the depiction and the the performance. Sure. Um, I mean you you all know our feelings on, you know, of Theon and Yara. Like it just not like super invested in them, but the performance is absolutely there. Uh, for, yeah. for, for for Theon anyway. I think it's a totally fine scene. Like yeah. I got no beef with it. Uh, the Winterfell thing is very quick. Uh, yeah, we can skip that. It's. <laughs> there's literally nothing important S- sorry osha that you were brought back for like 20 seconds only to get killed i yeah. don't know why that was necessary other than to hey did you guys know ramsey's kind of a bad guy yeah it's just like what are we doing um let's beat us over the head with that let's let's get to an actual good scene yeah uh the pink letter scene as it is known i guess specifically more amongst the the book community, but you just had to, you just had to do it. I I had to, yeah, throw that in there. Uh, so John gets this letter from Ramsey, right? Uh, he calls him bastard about 63 times because obviously he's very insecure about his own bastardom. That a word? Uh, and he's like, yeah, I've got your brother bastard. Come and see, uh, Kind of sound like a kink. Uh, give me back my bride, bastard. Come and see. I'm gonna kill all your wildling friends, bastard. Uh, fuck you, fuck you. And this is this is good news for Sansa, honestly. 
because she was kind of having trouble convincing John to fight. Yeah. And I mean, John said, I don't, he's t- I'm, t- I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired. <laughs> I fucking love you, Kit, and Jon Snow so much. <laughs> I'm tired of fighting. But yeah, that's so accurate. Uh, that's my guy. Uh, yeah, this is kind of just the, the kick in the seat of the pants that our dude needs. And the long and the short of it is he he agrees kind of to to take on this this fight, right? He puts the letter down, he looks at Sansa and he's like, You right. You right. I don't remember it going exactly like that, but You're right. More or less. Um hey, Tormund is like ready to fight with him too. Good. Tormund, Tormund. also has some some he's making eyes oh at uh, well this is at the the earlier part of the episode Do we have to talk about yeah i i know you don't like it i just think it's it's so dumb how the fandom latched on to that and thought it was like the funniest thing ever and was like suddenly oh shipping. god forbid fandoms Tor- have yeah, like a listen, fucking I know. like thing that they think is funny and this blow is out of not proportion. anybody's fault but my own this is a very me thank thing. you for the humility it just it just annoyed me and honestly if we're drilling down to it it probably is because i love torment but don't love brianne so it's like no, I don't. Mm. I don't. Why don't you unwrap that for me? Shit, no, fuck off. <laughs> um, I like how Sansa is like, you are the last son of Eddard Stark, even though he's definitely totally not. Uh, you <gasps> need to fucking do what? this. The, yeah, they literally Rickon is in fucking Ramsey's dungeon, and they know that. And Sansa's like, "You're the last son of Eddard Stark." Uh, but listen, like you said earlier in the episode, she's playing the game. Good for her. And we get, we go and get a, a big old fight. Daddy yeah, legs is. Gone. I finished my daddy legs a long time ago, pal. Um. Also, One is upper. this? Hmm. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Uh, like is this the part where Ed says there's the the bit about the food, right? Where Sansa's just like We're looking not at her for our food. No, honestly, I think that was actually at the beginning. Of the was episode. it at the beginning? Yeah, that it's like very diff- funny. We should yeah. call that out because Sansa's like, I do not want to eat this. And <laughs> Ed kind of picks up on that as like, yeah, sorry, we're not known for our food. But you're alive, so fucking get over it. True. Uh, we love Ed. Uh, what uh, what did you what did you want to say about this scene, Doug? I mean, really, dude, it's just like it, it is. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I I have sometimes I have some issues with like how quickly a change can happen. Okay, so. But also, this could just simply, like, it could be chalked up to, like, well, that's the <clears throat> severity of the situation. And, like, sure. I, I, I am aware of that. But, like, I really felt like in this episode, John starts to kind of realize his position more in the beginning of the episode. Like, he starts to realize, like, man, like, I was literally killed by my own men. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, like, he, he executes the, the mutineers, like, before this, but like he's had time to sit in it and kind of decide who he's going to be moving forward. And he's mm-hmm. come to this decision that he wants to get away from the Night's Watch. 
He's done with the fighting. He's like, I just want to get away from this. Yeah. He's tired. And he, and right. he says as much. He's tired um, of fighting. And and it's good. And I think it's a really good like <clears throat> turn and character development for him. And a very like, I feel like a very strong decision because of how just different it is from the John yes. that we've seen before. And it's a very, like to your point, it's a very earned moment. Yes. Like the, the, the groundwork for him feeling this way has, has more than been laid. Like Correct. I, he, you know. It's such a stark contrast to, to, you know, John before he was killed. Yes. Um. He says to Sansa <laughs> something along the lines of like, you know, about how he killed, how he executed a boy younger than Bran and the effect yeah. that that's obviously having on him. And he also says something effective, like something like, I've been fighting, like, since we left Winterfell, like, you know, those years ago, like, all I've been doing is fighting. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, that's a good call out. Um, and so for all of that to, I feel like, really settle into, it, it, like, into his character build in this episode, at the end of the same episode, he's like, okay. Which... It is still very reluctant, and I will admit that. It, like, I don't know. I guess, like, yeah. I guess I'm just saying, like, it, it's just fast. But you I, wish I, maybe there was like this was in two separate episodes, or there were maybe, like an episode to breathe or something. I yeah, um, yeah. I, I just think it it just moved a little fast. Like, I I'm still like coming to appreciate and like respect this this like payoff for John's character to kind of like take a breath. You know, right. Be free for once for a while. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not a bad thing. Like, it's not truly a complaint. It's just an sure. observation. Uh, this, no, I the, think that's the, fair. The, the severity of the situation in Winterfell, I think, is obviously the reason. I mean, this is a very personal issue for him and Sansa. And regardless of him, wa- of what he wants, he feels a sense of duty to Sansa and to the North. So, like, it's, it's fine. Um, just an observation I had. Sure. Just no. I think yeah. that's a fair call out. And to your point, like his his hand is pretty much being forced. But yeah, I I think I agree. I think it would have been nice to maybe have a little, maybe a little time. It doesn't have to be a lot, but for that storyline to breathe a little bit more. But I, I also think it's just a byproduct of the North stuff. Like specifically, the stuff at the wall has been the most interesting stuff in the show for like couple seasons a, now. a season and a half now yeah where it's just like hey maybe lengthen that out a little bit you <laughs> yeah. know um, uh there, sure. there's also one more this is more of a personal qualm like since john has been resurrected he's kind of been slightly sexy more carefree oh. well yes yeah <laughs> but like a little more like like dude like i just don't even care man like he's right. just kind of more chill and laid back and like not so not so brooding all the time. Sure. And I kind of just wanted to like live in that for a little while. He's still pretty broody. I, I know, but like, like I'm picturing like the jokes with, with Ed. Sure, sure. And like, just kind of like not really caring anymore. Like, dude, like this isn't my problem anymore, bro. Like I want, I want to see big Lebowski Jon Snow. Oh my like, God. Like just fucking just chilling, bro. Going with the flow. I can't even <laughs> remotely, <laughs> remotely picture that. Uh, let's get this last section done here. The, the Daddy VD. goes up in flames the, and the yeah, episode is over. I go up in flames when I have VD. Um, 
<laughs> I have I have flame ups. <laughs> Is it okay to joke about that? I don't know. When you go um, to v, when you're when you have VD, yeah, erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction? That's not what VD is, my dude. What's VD? You don't know what VD is? Is it vaginal shut dysmorphia? Up. Shut up! You're you're joshing me. You're pulling my leg. I I really don't. Venereal know. disease? Oh, what is that? It's an it's STDs, my guy. Oh, yeah, no. Do you know what STDs? Are? <laughs> Wait, what are those? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking this guy. Why do I do a podcast with him? <laughs> Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm not a fucking STD expert. You're not an dude. expert on VD. <laughs> Fuck. Why are we even doing this? Um, okay, so Daenerys, yeah, she's fireproof, which I know it was never really George's intention, and he said as much as like her surviving the fire in season one at the end of season one with like the dragon eggs was like a a very specific kind of magic circumstance with like combined with the dragon eggs and the burden of the witch and we don't need to get into all that. I didn't know this. Oh, you didn't know this? No, I didn't know this. Oh, okay. This is a thing. Uh, but the showrunners were like, no, yeah, she's fireproof. Mark it down. She's a superpower. She's a mutant. Check the tapes. Check the tapes. She, her fucking superpower is she is fireproof. We're going to use this. She's going to burn this mother down. Uh, and that's how she's going to win all the Dothraki. Fine. I got, I guess, no problems with it. You don't um, feel like this is a little, like... It's I just mean, very, this is just the end of season one. It's just very convenient the way it happens. And, like, I get it. It's, like, it's a TV show. Her storyline has to move forward, but it's just, like... It's just, like, Jorah and, and Dario 2.0 were just, could just sneak up to the door and there was no one else around and lock them. And, like, these big burly guys couldn't, like find any way it to looks get out so of bad building. dude and it's just like there's uh, one particular scene where danny's standing up straight and she just pushes the like pushes the fucking thing over mm-hmm. and it is the fakest looking shit i have ever seen dude like i didn't even notice that it's terrible it's really it's- bad it's whatever. I like. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you like, oh, I hate it. I hate all Daenerys stuff. Blah blah. It's like it's fine because I'm just like, uh, things are progressing for her, and that that's good. That's good. That makes me happy. It's like I I I mainly just like, I feel like most oftentimes when I criticize Danny's storylines because it's just very stagnant and nothing is happening or nothing interesting is happening, and something is happening here. She has like all the Kalasars. Like bowing down before her, and she's like the the Khaleesi again, and um, the Khaleesi, not the Khaleesi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so good for her. I don't really have anything else to say or add. I guess. Yeah. Um. Epic shot. I mean, it it does it does look good when she comes out of the building. Um. It's just it's very like. Well, this is a big deal. <laughs> This looks like it's a big deal, right? This it's it's got like it's, it's got that deal. it's got that type of shot. Um 
By the way, finally someone called her out for being responsible for, for Drogo and her baby's death. I can't remember who it was, but I have it in my notes. I think it must have been one of the calls that were like, you trusted a witch and got your husband and baby killed. Yeah. And it's like, thank you, random call dude, for someone finally fucking said it out loud. Yeah. Uh, also, 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 my other thought was uh, <laughs> when she comes out, like, midst the fire and flames, Dragon Force is playing. Um, <laughs> Dario is looking at her with on like fucking trombone hero. Yeah, on fucking trombone hero. Dario is hornier than he's ever been in his life, dude. Like the only thing going through his mind is like, there's got to be some way we can use this for sexy times. Like she's fucking fireproof. Like yeah, what his if mind is yes, racing. his mind is racing with the possibilities of the things that the ways he can use. He's this like, am I into this? Yeah, I think I'm into this for his dragon. She's a real wildcat in the sack. I hear. Um, is that's that all? Episode. Yeah, that's yeah, man, that's how we're ending this episode. Uh, Hell yeah! Or that's how we're ending this discussion. Uh, we've got a couple things to do here. You yeah, know, that thing that we do. Let's see if oh, Scotty which, can get it right. Which one the is pressure it, Zach? is on. Boom! Crack! <laughs> Why'd you scream like a did, fucking 13-year-old girl? Did cra- Well, because I'm a little bit tipsy, and also because Cracklin' Oat Brand apparently made the list last week, what were we fucking thinking? It has we must been. have been smoking some crackling oat brand, if you know what ah, I'm saying. Ah, not bad. Out of your pipe. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, where we last left off, which I don't recall at all. Yeah, uh, me neither. Jon Snow had taken the top spot, based. Uh, Davos was at two, based. High Sparrow was at three. Fuck that guy. Uh, crackling oat brand was at four. And what? Dude, what was this episode? <laughs> Fuck these th- last three. <laughs> High Sparrow, Cracklin' Oatbran, a Mop Man uh, prophecies. Oatbran, uh, Oatbran had the, the oh Tower, Tower of Joy. Joy. It was Tower. Uh, really? That's a good episode. Yeah, that is a good episode. <laughs> the fuck? Okay. Uh, Ramsey. Oh, right. He he became Warden of the North, right? Yeah. And we only gave him five. That's actually kind of funny. That's actually <laughs> kind of funny. Fuck that guy. Okay, so he comes off. For sure. High Sparrow is just telling stories about shoes so he can come off. And orgies. And orgies. Don't forget the orgies. He loves a good... I would never forget the orgies. He's a religious man. He loves a good He's orgy. a religious man. Okay. And Cracklin' O'Brien wasn't in this episode, was he? No. No. Uh, Davos isn't going to make this list. Davos isn't going to make it. John has a strong case. I don't know where he'll end up, but we'll leave him up here for now. Who do you think, Zach? Who are you championing? Okay, so championing? I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking Sansa. I'm thinking uh, Littlefinger. Um, I might be thinking Cersei. Uh, I brought up Daenerys because I feel like oh like, sure she's, yes she's Jesus. gonna make the list yeah D- Danny needs to be on the list wow I'm usually the one that has to advocate for her so <laughs> yeah maybe a so okay. Uh, this this is a Game of Thrones power yeah. list right here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Uh, this feels way. Do we want to consider? 
like a Yara. She's got her brother's support for the throne. Who the fuck gives a shit about Theon's support right, right now? Listen, fair enough. Uh, uh, <laughs> why do we do that? We harmonize there, my <laughs> yeah, that dude. Was, that was nice. Dario or Jorah? Nah. I mean, it would have if it was one of them. It would, it would have, have to, to be, be Dario, Dario 2.0. Yeah. Nah, fuck him. Uh, let's see who else. Littlefinger is in the veil. Marjorie? I don't know, dude. I mean, she's still super prisoner. She's still super prisoner. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Is this our five? Um. Okay. Hear me out. Oh, no. It's just something to consider. You're probably going to shoot it down. And You're going to say Miss Sande, aren't no, and you? I'm, no, and I'm probably going to be okay with it. But Tyrion does convince the Masters to, st- to end their support of the Sons of the Harpy. No? no. Okay. Okay. No. I, I, I agree. It's just something to just make sure is addressed for the peoples at yeah, home. I, I, I look at Tyrion briefly. And and immediately dismissed him, but I, I appreciate that you said it out loud so we can clear the air of that. I I think I think this is like probably there a is five. a conversation to be had about him, but I think we just had it, and I don't think he beats any of these five. Okay, so that leaves us with John, Daenerys, Sansa, Littlefinger, and Cersei, and I truly think those those are the five. Uh, I will be the first to say I think Daenerys probably goes one. I agree. So sorry, my boy John. Uh, Daenerys is gonna. Where are you, Danny? There you are. Daenerys is gonna go to one. She is now in charge of all of the Kalasars, uh, and she's still fireproof. So hooray for her! Yeah, I think. Um, can we can we actually expand on that for a second? Because sure, I feel like a lot of. Uh, what is it that I call? They call. Him? I hope I'm not making that up in my head. By the way, the whole George saying that thing. I don't think I am though. I'm pretty sure that happened. I feel like a lot of Game of Thrones like commons. <laughs> you hate those commons. Those fucking commons. Like I, I guess I don't <laughs> think that I, I. To be honest, I don't think that the show really does a great job of like. Like explaining the magnitude of this, but this, like, she did not just kill one cow and his blood riders. Sure, he it was like all she killed. Like this was like a a meeting of all of the Kalasars. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, in in common speak. Fuck off. You are actually the worst. Uh, Like, Drogo and his army, his horde, was one of many Kalasars. Yes. Now, one of the biggest and the strongest, for sure. Sure. Right. Yeah. But, so, yeah, what she has effectively done is united not just, like, so, if if you're still picturing the size of Drogo's Kalasar, this is... This is a way beyond that. Yeah, this yeah. is a huge deal. Yeah. Like, for all the shit we give Daenerys and how 
you know, we didn't spend a ton of time on 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 her scenes. This this is a big deal for yeah. her. This is a big win. She is an easy number one here, like yeah. for sure. Uh, I I I I feel like Cersei is the five here. I feel like of these next three, of these next ones, she's kind of. I I would like to petition Littlefinger for one. He doesn't have great scenes per se, but position wise, like the veil is the most like untouched, unbroken army in all of Westeros, and he is finally like bringing these fuckers sure. into the fold. Let me counter by saying this is also kind of just him him doing what he's doing is also a proxy win for Sansa because it's it's on her behalf like to help her so i almost want to put sansa too okay i mean i think that that's a very strong argument i i would shake to that because i think not only are her scenes excellent she does yeah, she does okay, a hell no, of a lot sure. of convincing of John. And like I said, the, the shit that Littlefinger is doing in the veil is kind of for her benefit also. Yeah, that's you you sold it when you mentioned the scenes. Like like as we've mentioned several times, like the 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 Who Be Thrown in list is a very tried and tested uh formula. To yeah, make yeah. the list, okay? an algorithm that it's runs. an algorithm. Yeah, yeah truly. Yeah. There's you guys there's can't see it. I've got it running. Criteria. I've got it running down here. Uh, but no, for for sure. Like I, I was thinking strictly like him being in control of the Vale's army, but uh, with Sansa's like maneuvering position and just simply her scenes, which I really yeah, just yeah. think that the, yeah, this episode is. I think I think this is pretty straightforward, Zach. I think we go Daenerys one, Sansa two, Littlefinger three, John four, and Cersei five. I shake to that because I think John, while his scenes were good, like he was kind of just being convinced of a lot of stuff for most of it. Mm-hmm. And I think still there in a are, good position, still in a good position, wins to be had for him. But I think uh, Littlefinger, Sansa, and obviously Daenerys are stronger. And uh, and even though. There may be some that argue this. There is an element that makes it feel like John is kind of being used, sure, by Sansa. I mean, he's at the very least a little reluctant. Like he didn't want to do this out of the gate, you know. Sure, right. Um, and also I think Cersei for the for the stride she makes this episode. Michael, there's Cersei. Uh, her position is still precarious. Sure. Uh, improved for sure. But, but she, she just, she's the way that she, her political savviness, dude, sometimes is like, is so cool. Like the yes, way that she takes sure. this information from Tom and, and immediately is like, well, here's my loaded gun. This is, this is what I use to <sighs> manipulate this new council. And, you know, you bring a good point. Do you think she goes above John? I mean, if the ranking is based off of, like, political expertise, then yes. But, like... I mean, in this episode, all around, you know how we do. The algorithm. The algorithm. The algorithm. I... I don't think so. I okay. I, I think that John is still, in a way, being... Whether it's 
him being kind of pawned into doing this. Well, he's still being platformed as like yes. the leader of the, the North. We've you know? talked about it a lot about how he is the reluctant leader. And I love but that. He, which we love, but he is a leader. Like everyone is still looking to him to lead. Right. Which I think is yeah. still holds a lot I of agree. merit. Okay, I, I, I'll shake to that. Yeah. I'll shake to that. That's our list. Wow, we we burned through that. We're so good at this. The algorithm proves uh, undefeated once again. That is Daenerys taking the top spot, Sansa at two, Littlefinger at three, Jon Snow at four, and Cersei Lannister at five. Zacky boy. What do you rate this episode, Scotty Westside? Oh, boy, it was so long ago. <laughs> um, we didn't just talk about it for an hour and a half also. Uh, I'm going to give it a s- six, a flat six. Wow. That's harsh, that high? I feel like. No, no. Re- really? I, I think this episode's like a solid eight. Really? Yeah. I think this episode's good. Oh, I don't know, mate, about that one. Um, I think I think the only part of the episode that falls flat for me is is the marine stuff. That marine kind of fucking sucks, though. I'll I'll bump it to a solid six point five because I was wavering there. Uh, I just I don't think this episode like blew. Like, what about the like fucking the high sparrow shoe posting on us for an well, hour? I mean, that particular moment I don't necessarily care about, but, like, King's Landing as a whole, I think it's still very fruitful and, like, in events. Like, yeah. it, it gives a lot. Um, I did like the John and Sansa and Ed. Yeah, the, uh, the beginning of this episode is phenomenal. It's, it is and even though I'm not a fan of Danny, the ending is epic. Um, I, I think it's a good episode. I'm stick. I'm 6.5. I'm sticking with that. This yeah, might be our biggest eight. discrepancy. Yeah, I think it's, I think it is probably ever. We should have more of these. Check <laughs> the tapes. Check it again. I need to check the spreadsheet that I definitely have of our ratings. <laughs> we, well, see, in order for that to be accurate, we would have to actually rate. The yeah, episode actually remember to rate the episodes yeah. at the time. Zachy boy, why don't you take us the fuck out of here? Yeah, listen, guys, this was a fun episode. We appreciate yeah. you guys hanging out, chatting with us, having a little drinky drink with us. I'm in casual mode. Casual Scotty Westside. My hair. Um, you guys know <laughs> my headset cord's not long. <laughs> you guys know all the things to do on the YouTube's, on the social medias. You can find us at We Don't Want a Pod. If you're new to the YouTube, uh, just finding us, uh, please subscribe. Uh, we do this every week. It's so hot in here. It's so hot. Um, do the things. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all those things. Hit us up on the social medias. We do have a Discord. If anybody would like to hang out, be a part of the community, of the wannabes community, uh, just shoot us a DM or an email, and we will get you an active invite code to our Discord. we got some cool peeps in there hanging out, talking some shit. Um, yeah. See you guys next time. Thanks thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.